Hey everyone, welcome to the Unlimited Women Podcast. I am Sissy Presenter and today we have a special episode which I am particularly very excited about and that is Believe People When They Tell You Who They Are. Believe people when they tell you who they are i don't think i can stress this enough i have so many instances in my life where this showed up in a bunch of different ways and i think i went through all of 2021 trying to really understand why people were behaving how they were behaving instead of accepting their behavior as a reflection of who they are and really questioning with that knowledge what do I want to do you know what I mean and I feel like that is where the big problem is and that's where a lot of people refuse to make a decision I think it is primarily because they are scared of what it means to really accept people for who they are because it means they have to make a decision whether they accept how they're being treated whether they accept the behaviors of that person, whether they accept the low quality experiencing that experiences that they are allowing in their lives. Um, and if that is a direct relation with their higher self, how they want to feel, the things they want to surround them, um, they, how they want to be treated, um, I think that can be a very, very difficult situation especially when we think we are in love or when we are in love because <laughs> that there's a difference between those two you can really think you are in love because you lust um, and personally I think when <laughs> when you don't like a person but you love them if you really ask yourself do I like this person and the answer is no then I genuinely think you don't completely love that person. Because I don't think it's possible to love a person but really dislike who they are. Okay, it's possible. I've been there, but I don't think that is true love, in my opinion. It's just, you. it's an attachment. It's an attachment to how things, how you want things to be, how things used to be, and not a direct acceptance of how things are currently and I talk about this episode because I was listening to Oprah go over this topic of she titles it the best relationship advice she's ever gotten and that is to believe people when they tell you who they are the first time I think that's the that's the important thing and that's where it hits us the most the first time because we really wait till things are horrible till things are like genuinely so sour that we cut ties and we reevaluate what we really want in our lives who we want in our lives and the type of experiences we want to welcome into our lives because we are responsible for those experiences we welcome as much as we are responsible for the energy we give out we are responsible for the energy we let in and once we take responsibility full responsibility for the experiences in our lives that's when we can really understand what 
this advice of accepting people when they tell you who they are the first time comes in. Um, I have a little story when it comes to this um, personally because I feel like in this podcast I just want to be personal. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of you know learning that goes into learning from other. There's a lot of value learning from other people. And I am the type of person I really need to experience things myself. I I genuinely have to. I could hear things one thousand times, but once my intuition says, "Kelly, this is what you're gonna do. This is it, and this is what you will do." Um, I think there's just no changing that opinion. There's no changing my mind. Like I'm really set on getting what I want, and I go and I get it. And I think. That is really a habit that I'm really working hard to let go of because I should be willing to learn from other mistake, others' mistakes. Um, but I feel like the best teacher is experience. But I don't think you need to really go through that with every single life lesson in this world. Um, I think for me, my first ever, the very first time I told someone I love them. Okay. Um, mind you, I am a gay woman, so when I talk about relationship things, it's always almost directed to women. <laughs> it's always going to be directed to women because um, that's just my dating experience, and that's the perspective I'll speak on. And I think that perspective, especially for feminine queer women is lost because I feel like I don't really find a podcast of like feminine black gay women who date other feminine gay women um and like the experiences with the dating life like the difficulties the challenges um they face within that but backtracking to the story so I met this woman you know and we just hit it off immediately. This was a year ago, a couple of years ago. Um, we hit it off. Uh, conversation was great. Honestly, I think I really was in my own head about the type of relationship that I want, the type of person that I was looking for, because prior to meeting her, I was in a space of solitude. I was, what what do they say? I think there's a word for it, like, uh, willingly single. Is that a thing? Like, I was single by choice. I decided to preserve my energy, to delete dating apps. I was just by myself, traveling, doing my own thing. Uh, just enjoying my hard-earned money, you know, uh, this was also the first year in my career, so a lot was going on. Not really the was it yeah I would say it was the first year in my career, so a lot was changing for me. A lot was going on, and I was just it was just so overwhelming. But when I met this person, it wasn't even like I intended to have those experiences. It was mainly of like it was just kicked, and I think. A big part of it was in my mind, you know. A big part of that relationship was in my mind because when I listened to Oprah's podcast, uh, when she mentions like, "What were the signs? What were the signs?" 
is that? What were the signs that you could have watched out for um, that would let you know what type of person you were dealing with? I think the very first thing I want to ta- tell my young gay women, okay, especially young black women, um, and this goes to all types of sexualities, of course. Number one, number one on my list is when someone tells you they're toxic. That is my number one thing. Like, when someone is proud to tell you, oh, I'm toxic, or, you know, they might say it in a way to warn you, the very, or to alert you, or this is what they're thinking in their mind, and they're just letting you know this is something they're struggling with. Like, hey, I'm toxic. I've been told I'm toxic, or I've done these toxic things. Um, And it's just, I think our generation also really glamorizes being toxic i don't know what's so special about being a horrible person a toxic person i really don't get the appeal of that it's just so immature in my opinion i don't vibe with it and at that time i was like no you're not toxic of course guys like that was my big mistake that was the big mistake because one thing i would tell you is you need to believe people because they know themselves better than you know them. How are you going to meet them? And you haven't even known them for more than 20 years. And you are here like not taking their word for things. I think that goes into our own ego. We need to also question our role in being played. Not only like in being played, but in our, in our role in accepting like experiences life experiences that don't align with what we want and i always call these experience uh, experiences low vibrational experiences that was the big red flag i think if a person tells you like they are um they tend to you know not be trusting um not that this relationship had anything to do with that but i've i've had experiences where someone told me I'm not that trusting, I don't commit, I find it hard to commit, Um, not looking for anything serious, I've even been told that, hey, I am polyamorous, and you know what, there's a lot of things that people have told me, and I'm like, interesting, maybe I will try polyamory, like, that sounds like, what if it's for me, and I feel like that's the big thing, just know yourself and have boundaries with what you will tolerate and what you won't tolerate, and when a person tells you, hey this is a b and c i am this and this and that and that clearly violates your 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 non-negotiables or things that you are definitely not looking for you should be able to cross the street and say thank you goodbye and i feel like once you reach that point where it's so easy to do that it might feel lonely it might feel like oh man what if my um standards are way too high that will be difficult to find somebody trust me you would rather be on that trajectory you'd rather be asking those questions than asking yourself why did i get myself into this situation why didn't i leave when it didn't get me into this much shit you know i feel like there is so much power in trusting our intuition and Sometimes we're like, nah, we're young, we're cool, and like the hookup culture is so popularized, and situationships are so glamorized. Sneaky links are the new thing, and I don't participate in any of those. And I think 
knowing that, that is definitely enough for me. And whenever it's been suggested to me, whenever, you know, it's been popping up and I hear, I'm not serious. I'm like, bye. <laughs> bye. Um, and another thing to look out for amongst these many other red flags, I wouldn't call them red flags, but it's just like, you need to practice accepting people for who they are without demonizing it. It's okay for someone to tell you they aren't sure that they aren't gay. That's not a red flag. But I would say to my gay woman, um, that's a red flag, baby. That is a red flag. And you need to get the fuck ASAP. You need to run. You need to run. You need to get out of bed. I'm sorry. But you need to protect yourself from low quality experiences that you will welcome you are welcoming them you are opening the door to your life and saying oh you are sexually confused and this is definitely not going to my bi curious woman or whatever but this is for women who know what they're looking for and they know the type of relationship they're trying to have and allowing uncertainty into their life where it's going to be hard to reach a particular fulfillment you know when it comes to any sort of relationship it doesn't have to be romantic so that's my first point you know that is my first point when someone tells you who they are believe it i ain't gay believe that i'm not sure if i believe that i am toxic believe that Trust and believe that soon enough, you will see why they told you that. You will see why they told you that. The second point I want to bring into this whole thing. Um, our intuition will tell us. Okay, let me think of. The second point that I want to bring into light is... In line with believing someone when they tell you who they are, you need to also believe the experiences that you are having with that person. You don't have to make excuses for them. You don't have to make yourself feel you know, better about accepting being treated like that or, or just like sugarcoating any sort of thing that might not go with your intuition, might go against your... Might give you dissonance like let go of the need to justify every single low vibrational experience people in your life you know always present to you like as my angela said they bring the mud into your life rather start accepting those situations instead of you know making excuses for them accept them believe them cross the road and leave that person that experience where it get it got you fucked up you know um lack for lack of a better term um in this situation for me a big part of why a lot of relationships don't last with me mainly this is including friendships is when someone says they will do something and don't do it and this is very big for me because it triggers a lot of values that I have. I have a value for loyalty. I have a value for trust. I have a value for keeping my word. For me, my word is everything. And I feel like everyone who's friends with me, everyone who's dated me, everyone who's known me, everyone who's ever been close to me, they know that my word is everything. They know that I'm a very loyal person. Um, and they know that I absolutely hate when people lie. 
I don't understand why would you lie. Just be honest. And I don't claim to be the most understanding person out there. But I do claim that I will believe what you are telling me. And like a lot of people would be saying something. Actually, the last person I was seeing was uh, always saying all these things. And I would believe them, right? And then she would be like, well, why would you believe that? And I'm like, then why would you tell me that? Like, why would you even say that in the first place if you don't mean it? Mean what you say and do what you mean. Like, mean what you say and do what you mean. Like, walk in your light. Be a person that I am happy to know, happy to be around, happy to associate with, happy to be loyal to, happy to call my friend, call um my partner, call whatever. I want to have people with similar morals as me. And you know what? This is still like a big issue. I wouldn't even call it an issue because I feel like as humans, we like to create issues where there aren't any. This is just a standard for me. This is a non-negotiable standard. And I'm saying this very early in my 20s. Of course, life changes you. Of course, experiences open your mind. But as I stand in this very moment as this young 24-year-old woman, those are my non-negotiables. Those are my values. And I freaking hate when someone doesn't do what they say they will. And guys, last year opened my eyes to so much, like a lot of relationships. I had to let go because I realized my need to associate myself with people I can rely on is so significant, is so big. It's greater than my desire to just be surrounded by people. <laughs> and I said this as someone who's lived alone for a year full. I've lived on my own for a year full, paid my own bills, you know, um, created a whole routine, worked from home, you know, like furnished my place went on that project did my own thing traveled to like over four countries on solo trips like I have spent a good amount of time alone and I love being alone you know and I love being with my friends and I feel like when I'm with my friends that time really shows you know there is value outside of me spending time with myself I see why it's important to be with my friends as well you know those I can see why it's valuable and I feel like when people aren't worthy of my energy, worthy of my presence, I'd li- I like to remove the access, revoke the access to that. And I feel like it's a very harsh approach, but I think I'm a person who gives someone so many chances. I give people so many chances. And I know a lot of people would say, yeah, everybody says that, though. Everybody says that, though. And I feel like, keep saying that. If you're a person that says, keep saying that shit, like, don't. Don't be bullied into accepting experiences that make you even more miserable, that make you feel crazy, that make you question a lot about yourself, that make you question your worthiness, question whether you should stop doing things for someone. Like, I think there's instances where you're such a giver. I'm a giver. I love to give. Where people would really make me question giving them, being giving to them, being myself. And I feel like I'm my best self. I really enjoy myself when I can be my full self I really adore who I am like I love how much I give to the people I care about I'm very thoughtful in my gifting I love making people feel special feel happy and sometimes I've, I'm, I'm learning not for it not to go t- to my detriment like at my 
very own expense of my mental health. I try not to get it to that point, but I love being that person who doesn't feel any sort of thing with um, being a provider, being a source of support for their friends. But a large part of it is reciprocity. Like, I need to feel like it's reciprocated. You know what I mean? Um, And I think I've learned over my early 20s, I'm still in my early 20s, over the last year, to really prioritize, you know, my own experience with my relationship as much as I do with prioritizing how much I do for others. I should also look at how much they do for me, whether I love how I feel when they're around, whether their energy really boosts me, makes me a better person, or it really brings me down. And when you're a person who consistently questions those things, your life really becomes better. You really become a way better person, you know. Eckhart Tolle, I think that's how you pronounce his name, always, he writes about this phenomenon that we always, should always live in the present. And I am, you know, two years now into practicing this, and this has been tremendously life-changing for me because I have anxiety, you know, I have extreme anxiety. And this has really helped my anxiety along with a bunch of things that I'll talk about in another podcast. But this practice of being present, of being in the now and understanding that right now I have no problems. Yes, yes, in the future, um, there's a bill that I need to pay. Yes, in the future, this person really did me wrong. And what am I going to do with that situation? Yes, yes, that exists in the future. But right now, right now, I'm okay. Like, I really can breathe right now, you know. My breath is solid. Um, I'm grateful I can see, I'm breathing, right now I have no problems, I think problems are just lack of action, it's, it's, we create problems, life has no problems, but we create problems, when life has moments, this is, this is just the truth of life, life has moments, and you just have to accept moments as they come moments in your life in the present moment and deal with them in the present moment focusing on the past is not going to change thing it's going to give you depression focusing on the future is not going to change anything it's going to give you anxiety but focusing on the present will really do incredible healing for you it will really make you understand what you have right now what you need and what action you can take in the now. The small action you can take in the now. It could be, let me go for a walk. You start noticing things in the environment, in nature. Next thing you know, you're feeling much better. Um, and I think this is another topic for another day. Most certainly another topic for another day. But as we focus on believing people for who they are, I think it's important to know our boundaries, know our values, know what we'll accept, what we won't, what we're looking for, what we aren't looking for, because what we aren't looking for is just as important, and know like what we won't tolerate. And this should have no exception. It should go for every single person in your life. It should abide by that. And that's just that, you know. And the last point to close off this podcast is... um. When your gut says no, believe it. I think these are the three components in in, in being able to strengthen your intuition. 
in being able to curate a circle around you of people that are for you, that feed into your growth, that feed into your spirit, that feed into the positive aspect of your life without dragging in the mud, dragging in the water to make you sink, you know. And I say the last point of like, when your gut says no, believe it. If it's a no, it's a no. You can unpack the details later. Sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we really don't know, but we don't feel good about something. And a lot of us, because we went through trauma where it's very hard to trust ourselves, I would urge you guys to learn to be patient with yourself and trust yourself even more. And you guys, like, the, the reason why I'm saying this is we overlook the information that our gut tells us because it doesn't bring in evidence. And I think sometimes we're so used to leading with evidence that when we don't have that evidence, we can easily put ourselves in compromising situations. Uh, for example, you just have a gut to stay home. You just have something tells you, oh, I don't want to go to that date no more. You know, I don't want to meet those friends anymore. Um, I'm just not in the mood. And a lot of times our bodies can give us these signals as like, you are not in the mood, you know, no, you're just not feeling it. And I feel like for a lot of nice people, that's why I think there's a big difference between being nice and kind. For a lot of nice people, just to be nice, just to be pleasant, just to be to to seem a certain way to people, they will override the intuition and they'll still go and just bring negative energy into that space. They will not have a good time because they didn't want to go in the first place. So they're just bringing in the energy. Now everyone has bad energy. Now it's a bad experience. Now they're going to regret. Now they're going to put negative emotions, attachments to those people. And it's just toxic energy. Um, and kind people would be like, hey friend, today I don't want to go. I have a lot going on right now. Maybe next time. Those are kind people. They have boundaries. You know, they have... The, the they have the guts to tell you no. I think that's a very powerful character in a person. Like that's something I absolutely respect. They can tell you no. And sometimes they'll give you a reason, sometimes they don't, but no is sufficient and they understand that and they hope that you would understand that. And as a person is involved and a person who values themselves and their time, a no is pretty powerful without reason because why would you wanna be around someone you coerced to to change that no to a yes? That's not pleasant. Why would you want to go through that effort? You don't love yourself. You don't respect your own self as well. Uh, you don't respect your own friends. You know what I mean? You don't respect people's uh, boundaries much. And that's a very toxic trait to have. And you need to start questioning why you keep doing that. And that's not because you're nice. That I mean, that's not because... You're, actually, yeah, it is because you're nice. And maybe you should stop thinking, like, is that a good thing? Like, what you know, what does that get you? Why can't you just be kind and be like, um, I am not able to expand, expense this much energy for this weekend, so I'll cancel. I think that's very brilliant. And I think a kind person is able to be like, I know you need $1,000, but I am only able to give you $400. And that kind person knows that they can give this money and when they don't get it back, it doesn't create this monster inside them it doesn't create this whole thing because they're kind enough to to question their own boundaries how much am i willing to give rather than a nice person who give their whole money and then they just 
create this whole scenario because they weren't able to 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 be kind and and really question like am i able to be without this amount am i able to be without this item if the question is not then so that i respect my own boundaries i respect what i'm able to do and so i don't become this sort of mean person towards you i uh, i don't i don't i don't do things that i'll regret later or how can we solve this together i can't give you 1000 i can give you 400 okay friend give me 400 it's cool that for me is kind that for me is kind then you won't be going and like just blasting and being angry and changing your character and being really an embodiment of nasty you know what i mean i think to just prevent yourself from going through those low quality experiences and embodying an energy you absolutely hate rather be kind rather have boundaries rather respect your boundaries and pour from a full place you can't pour from an empty cup giving all your savings like how are you going to how are you going to be able to pour to others when you drain yourself that much like start being gentle with yourself start being kind with yourself um with that that's the top three things for me on this episode of believing people when they number one as i said when they tell you who they are they say all sorts of things you better believe them number two when they show you who they are and these things just don't align with your core values you know with your you know like the, the type of experiences you'd like to have in your life doesn't align with the vision you have for your life with the aesthetics you're pursuing it doesn't align with how you treat yourself you know how you want others to treat you when someone shows you consistently that hey i know these are your boundaries i know like this is how i'm violating your ass but here i am doing it all over again dip and the last one is when you feel uneasy when your gut says no like that should be sufficient sometimes sometimes i think that could be like the number one and i think that this last point when your gut says no it exists in all the situations if you look back and really become critical of like all these experiences when someone showed you someone told you who they are and you didn't believe them the first time you can almost always pinpoint the time when your gut said no there is a moment when your gut said no and you were like i score and you made an excuse i'd really like us to 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 be more trusting of ourselves because that's how we build you know our intuition that's how we can strengthen our like love for ourselves because we know that in any situation we will be number one and in any situation we will be protected like our body will do its best to protect itself so with that everybody i hope you have a great evening um stay tuned um on the next episode